Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. People don't belong to us. They belong to him. Take a listen to this series of conversations where I provoke you to assess whether or not you are a true leader of people or are you a misleader. I hope that it encourages you to go deeper with him and to connect more with me. Love you all. All right, here we are together. I'm on Market Street in the flow of life here in the woodlands here in Texas. And this is where the podcasts are going to be coming from right now. So here we go. I, last week, or in our last few episodes, I was talking about um, the book of Philippians. I was reading from it. And one of the major things was that, that it said that about being an apprentice. And uh, if you're an apprentice, it automatically means that you're keeping company with a master. So whether that's a master mechanic, master electrician, or a master disciple, it doesn't mean that they're perfect, but it does mean they are well-seasoned and well-marinated in their skill in living I am certain that they have made many, many mistakes and failed many times, but they've gotten up and they've continued on and they have persevered. And so I just want to uh, say here on the podcast that this is going to be a part of what we're going to talk about um, in this, and it may seem a little bit strange. Uh, that I'm going to take some of this, the launching of some of what I'm about to talk about, out of chapter 9 of uh, Eric Metaxas' book called Bonhoeffer. It's on the Fuhrer Principle. And I'm just going to read just a little bit and then just launch out and share some things with you because I do hope that every one of us will be an apprentice that every one of us will be a learner, but that we will not remain a novice and eventually every apprentice uh, who has a master, who has someone they're learning from, that every apprentice becomes more and more a master themselves and they allow other apprentices into their life. Are we the kind of person who is willing to be uh, inconvenienced for the privilege of being able to pass on to others. So there are many things when I think about leaders that are truly born of the cross that come out of uh, the way of Jesus. You know, when you look at Abraham in Genesis, somewhere between 13 and 15, and you recognize that he was at a pivotal point in his life and the king of peace, Melchizedek, came out and the king of Salem uh, is what he's called. And then the king of Sodom comes out in the Valley of Kings. Now, of course, this is the Christ. It is Jesus and it is Satan that come out. And they both are there with Abraham when he's in that Valley of the Kings. He's coming back from war and he has all the spoils of war. And Melchizedek serves uh, that which is uh, so true of the New Covenant 
that it's only cut through the body and blood of Jesus. But what uh, the king of Sodom comes with is, listen, Abram, just, uh, you know, you can keep all the stuff. You just give me the people. Right? We need to understand that there are no perks of leadership that are worth sacrificing the people of God upon. Are we of the caliber of leader, of master, one who would have any honor and privilege of having anyone follow them in their life so as to learn of Jesus and to learn of living in oneness with him, right, that we would never, ever sacrifice the people of God for the perks of ministry, that we would understand that the Father is jealous for his people, and therefore he will deeply develop that within us. Therefore, we must understand, and Diedrich Bonhoeffer writes this in his book, Life Together, and many other places, is, my friends, people do not belong to us. You have to go through Christ to touch another member of the body of Christ. Your only connection with other people, right, is not for your multi-level marketing. It's not for you to, you know, network and, right, that, that Jesus stands between us and his people. If I'm connected to someone, it's because they belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Therefore, he has put us within his body. There is no other means by which there could be a master and an apprentice, as was spoken of of Paul and Timothy and many others in the scripture. And we want to make certain that this Führer principle, this leader principle that is really about being a misleader, right? If you would ever have the privilege of someone else being able to draw from your life, learn from your failure, um, watch how you um, walk with God and talk with God and it have any impact on them whatsoever, my friends, please do not then turn and lead them to yourself. You've been given the privilege of being a door for other people to enter in through. So, in light of that... I want to read this opening statement by Diedrich Bonhoeffer from chapter 9 of the book Bonhoeffer by Eric Metaxas uh, in the chapter The Fuhrer Principle. It says, The fearful danger of the present time is that above the cry for authority, we forget that man stands alone before the ultimate authority and that anyone who lays violent hands on man here is infringing in eternal laws is infringing eternal laws and taking upon himself superhuman authority which will eventually crush him now I want to read this again and I repeat on purpose I read slowly on purpose I want you to catch this Bonhoeffer says, The fearful danger of the present time is that above the cry for authority, we forget that man stands alone before the ultimate authority and that anyone who lays violent hands on man here is infringing eternal laws and taking upon himself superhuman authority which will eventually crush him. My friends, we do not have authority over people's lives. 
If they choose to recognize you as an authority or me as an authority, then that is for the purpose of order and peace and purpose and to be able to give opportunity for God to do what it is that he desires to do, to bring God's will into time and space where it can actually be carried out. But my friends, every person has sovereignty over their own life, and they choose out of their freedom who they will interact with, yield themselves to, submit to, all of these things. But I love what Bonhoeffer says here, that he's talking, you see, like in the 1930s, maybe 40s, but I know he was executed about 1944, I think. But he says, the fearful danger of the present time. My friends, I could be reading this and talk about the time we're in now, the fearful danger of the present time, right? Do you understand that the condition of mankind does not change? It doesn't matter if it's the 30s and it's Hitler or if it's today and it's the tyranny of our government or your government, wherever you may be listening, right? That overreaches and suddenly isn't leading and serving for the benefit of the people or the kingdom of God, but for self, for self-aggrandizement, self-grandiosity, for power, for control. My friends, that cannot be named among us. If we would have the privilege of being considered someone that people could follow, that we could disciple them, right? We're not drawing them to ourselves. We're not creating a following, right? We're leading people to him. And it says there is a danger. Listen how I love the the power of his words. That anyone who lays violent hands on man here is infringing eternal laws and taking upon himself superhuman authority, which will eventually crush him. My friends, there we don't have any authority except the authority that God delegates to us from his authority. And then it is for the purpose of serving his purposes. And have we taken authority over ourselves? Therefore, having the right and privilege of being able to encourage others, right? Because how you relate to authority has everything to do with what kind of authority you will become. And if you worship authority and you think, wow, look at what they get to do and how people admire them, then your whole view is, is I want to be one of those so that people will do what I say and people will admire me. My friends, that's being a misleader, That would be the Fuhrer principle where we begin to mislead people. And if people do begin to be enamored with you or worship you or become starstruck with you or whatever the case may be, you're the one who has to shut that down. You cannot allow that. You can't completely control it, but you certainly cannot foster it. You cannot nurture that and cultivate that. Hmm? So I think that's enough for today. But I want to make sure that you understand that everything with God is living and therefore it's growing and it is enlarging and expanding and moving forward because it's alive. The enemy can't create anything. He can only pervert. So I assure you he's got movement that's going on also, but it's towards destruction. It may start out looking awesome, but usually once you see its underbelly, 
It's disgusting. It is so destructive. And we don't want to be any part of that in real, true discipleship. We want to be those who um, are allowing Holy Spirit to walk us into those whom we will learn from and walk with as in the very powerful body of Christ and then turn and hopefully be willing to pass that life on, to pass on and have those conversations and sit and have some cappuccino, right? And do it any way, really, that God gives us under whatever circumstances, right? So, as I said, that's enough for today. And I do love you all, and I appreciate that you're here together with me on Tent Talk. We will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.